It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> I wish everyone were in this studio to see what Elliot just did. The little dance move the, that he just the, did. The, arguably the best song of all time. <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Not I think just when, Christmas song. When you take into account how awesome it is and how popular it is. I just... I I can't the little hand thing. Yeah. That was that was that was strong work by you. It's, it, it was like great the, at weddings, it was like the it's music hit. The yeah. music hit and Elliot's like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. I mean, I just can't believe you, you know, don't appreciate this. It's a fine song, you know. It's It's definitely the best it's Christmas. It's certainly song. not the best song of all time. It's definitely the best Christmas <laughs> song of all time. Uh, it's probably up there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> you have very strong opinions on it. Yeah, well, it's, I love the song. <laughs> you can tell. The Beatles I, wrote "Hey Jude," and he's like, "No, all uh, I want for Christmas." Dan, Dan, you want to take it a step further? His brother is named Jude after "Hey he's Jude." Like, no, hey he's Jude, like, yeah. "No, all I want for Christmas." "Hey Jude's a great song. It's not a Christmas song. It's not a Christmas. No, he said the best song. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm no saying when you Christmas take into account, attachment. he listens to it in March. Yeah. How many people like? I, this song is played way more than Hey Jude, is the point I'm making. It's nothing to do with Who cares what's played more? That doesn't mean it's better. Debate for the good. Then, I don't know spot. if it is. It's played once a, once a, a, it's, for a I month. Think it's played year round, mostly. Uh, James uh, plays it on December 24th. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah. no, James no, no, plays no. it one time. <laughs> December 25th, and that's it. Cut it out. All right, 215-592-9494. Coming up in a couple minutes, we're going to go inside the game uh, with some reaction to that Sirianni press conference and and. One of the big themes that's been talked about that, that's coming up in just a minute. Let's go back to the phones, go to Tabernacle, and talk to Patrick. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's the Schlitzie and Freddie flip, flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> what up, man? Listen. By the way, holiday. by the way, Patrick, to that point, we do not talk enough about the fact that, you know, like the most famous man in the world gave me a nickname, no big deal to me, you know? Travis, know, you Travis Kelsey it, it giving me a nickname, Schlitzie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. Travis Kelsey you gave never, me a nickname? I think it's on the board there. It's, it should be on the news board. Is Schlitzie on there somewhere? I think it is. Not seeing it right away. All right, well, look for Schlitzy. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, Travis Kelsey gave me a nickname. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's actually yeah. that he didn't know my name, and he's like, "What was his name? Schlitzy." Oh, did he say this on his pod? <laughs> on the pod, funny. yeah. No, but and, it's cooler yeah. that Jason Kelsey's like seltzer. Yeah. Well, the no. best part, Jason. Jason goes, obviously not a WIP yeah. listener. It's seltzer. <laughs> which is great. Uh, all right, go ahead, Patrick. 
So, and, and listen, hey, how, I'm glad to hear the news is in the studio with us today. How about it, DK? <laughs> oh, the news! Do you have that drop? That should be on there, too. Check. I'm just asking for Dan Wilson to find it. Look for the news on the morning the morning news show folder. He'll look for it. Mm. It's a great oh, drop. You're right, Patrick. The fact that we have not played that yet today is, is like, shame on us. I know. Listen, that was great radio, but we're talking birds here. Um, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion, I think it said the other day, Elliot, tell me what you think. I think we're just tired, man. I mm-hmm. think we've just run out of gas. And when you don't win, certainly NFL, you don't win back to, you know, you, you, you lose in, in a fashion we did. All of a sudden, the finger point and the talking. And, and losing creates a lot of stuff that just one win can cure. So I'm not I'm not writing this off. Yeah. But I'm just letting you know, we don't have legs, man. I just think we're tired. I, I agree. I think, I I think agree it's with an that. accumulative it's just an accumulative effect of the Super Bowl. And I'm surpri- I'm actually surprised that number of uh what was it, thirty one percent thirty one percent of teams that lose the Super Bowl have made the playoffs the following season. Um I'm I'm surprised that actually that number to me is a little bit high I mean, I would mm. guess it would be a little bit lower even. Well, but to, you know what? to it, your point, it, it, Patrick, I, I think the Eagles, to me, look like they're just exhausted from this run. I think they're frustrated that they're losing. And I think, like, one win can turn this around. I, I think once they get a win, you'll see them really start to take off. They just need, like, some positive reinforcement almost in a way of, like, all right, we're back on track. Like, we can believe again. Yeah, you know what? You're you're, you're right. It's it's just one, one win does change a whole lot of things um we'll just have to wait and see obviously um patrick i agree with you though it does it feels like they've run out of steam and and that's not shocking but you know uh, what i will say and i said this on on our go birds pod yesterday check out the go birds podcast um i and and joe mentioned it earlier this week and whatever we also do have to remember look there when carson wentz tore his acl in la like maybe one percent of us didn't think the season was over like all of us were like, "Well, that was a magical run, but well, it's over yeah, now." And they won the and they won the Super Bowl. So it's one of those things where, like, I, I as as frustrated as I've been, as concerned as I've been, I do keep that in the back of my mind that things can change in a hurry in the NFL. Yeah, I, I guess so. One can you know we can all hold out hope. And and one last thing too, it's crazy what the Dodgers just did. Oh, so I'm gonna it, we're it, gonna get yes. to it. We're definitely gonna uh, get to it. Yeah, you got a uh, yeah. you got an answer for us, Patrick? I do, man. I would love to have Bernie's mask. From the one nothing shutout in '74, it's a great Beat answer. Four it's a great, I'm, I'm not surprised you went Flyers, Patrick. I <laughs> yeah, should have seen yeah. that coming. Go uh, Flyers! Go Fly! Hey, go Flyers! Uh, all right. Uh, to his point, I was going to wait till next segment, but quickly, we'll talk about it more. But um, the Phillies are not getting Yoshinobu uh, Yamamoto. No. For those who didn't hear in Devin's update, uh, Yamamoto. To the Dodgers! What an offseason with the Dodgers. They spent over a billion dollars this offseason. No, this, is, this is the news. The news. <laughs> we are talking about the news. Yes, the, there is one, too, that has, like, the actual uh, news music after yeah. it, too. Oh, we'll yeah, find yeah, that Strong work. You know, if, if we do have breaking news today, definitely play that. Uh, this is the news. But, yeah, the news, sadly, Yamamoto to the Dodgers. I mean, they defer the money with Yana. Otani allows them to get this guy. I mean, look, it... You know the, the Aaron what to Paul say. It meme sucks. of him? I think it's from Breaking Bad where he's like, they can't keep getting away for the, with yeah. it. That's how I feel <laughs> about the outrageous. Dodgers. Like, how it, are they doing it? it well, we know how. It's, it's just not right. And it, I mean, look. It it's, feels, it's not illegal, but it feels illegal. It feels, it just feels silly. It yeah. feels like it's making a mockery of something. Uh, Elliot, your thoughts? Well, so I will give the Phillies credit. It does seem like they, they were, were in. They, they were, were in. genuinely in. I mean, in look, it was it. 12 years, $325 yeah. million. Dollars. I almost, and I don't blame them. 
for not giving up 12 years in that amount of money to someone who, for what it's worth, has never thown a pitch in the majors. Yeah, like, and sure. I think he will be awesome based off everything you and Jack tell me. Like, it does seem, but it does suck they didn't get him. Yeah, it does suck. All right, yeah. let's uh, back to the phones a minute. Let's go inside the game. Normally do this with John Ritchie every Friday. Today with Elliot Shore Parks, our football insider, sponsored by Meridian Bank, the preferred bank of businesses and entrepreneurs. Meridian knows how to listen to great ideas and understands innovative thinking. Visit them at meridianbank.com. Go Birds. Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, we heard Nick Sirianni address yet again the pass interference thing. So the, for those who missed it, Nick uh, talked about um, the idea that on that last play uh, that you know, they were kind of going for pass interference. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurts, let's listen to this audio, and then I'm going to get Elliot's thoughts on all of it. Jalen Hurts yesterday asked about it and uh, kind of doubled down on on what we thought was a ridiculous answer from Sirianni. Here's what Hurts said. What was your thinking on the uh, the final pass? Um, The interception? Yeah. They're just trying to give him a, uh, give him a shot down the field. Jalen, when I know, but uh, can I just follow up real yeah. quick? Nick had said that um, his first mention was that looking for defensive pass interference there. Was that your thinking when you're throwing that there? Mm-hmm. Is that your first thought? Is that the way it's taught? I mean, that, that's not the way it's taught. You're not hoping for that, but it's situational football, and, you know, we, we came up on the short end of that stick. Look, I, I, I if they, and he kind of, when the follow up came, he kind of changed it a little bit, but if they're saying, listen, we thought this play would work. It's a smart play, blah, blah, blah. And oh, by the way, we could also potentially get a pass interference if it doesn't work. Fine. Explain it that way. But they keep making it seem like they were hoping for a pass interference, that that was the point of the play. Elliot, your thoughts? Well, for what it's worth, it does look like A.J. Brown does get pushed. So I don't you know, miss call whatever. I think they the, don't call the it balls those spots. Front. We know the NFL yeah. like they're gonna let well, guys play in the biggest spots of games unless it's unless it's blatant. That's I don't why com- I think it was a poor yeah. strategy. I don't completely disagree that I was oh, sorry. I should say I don't fully agree with you that they don't call it in big spots. I think we've seen big big flags sure. in certain moments. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you're right. So so yeah. So I have a couple thoughts on it. One, I think that the reaction to this kind of backs up my point of like where the Eagles are at right now. I think we're we're looking for reasons to be super upset with them. And, like, ultimately, do you run the play to get a pass interference? No, no, no. no but, no, but, no, but, no, no, but no, there's nope, 16 nope. seconds left. Like, I think the idea of throwing it deep to AJ. Or, okay, whatever it was. What, I think the idea of throwing it deep to AJ is not a crazy idea. Like, A, maybe he makes an awesome play. Or, B, maybe he legitimately does get, get pass interference, right? So you get down the field. I, I mean, the the safety made an awesome play. I think Jalen, like, Devontae was open on the other side of the field. Maybe he could have gone there. I think ultimately, like, the answer itself people are nitpicking on. I don't think the strategy of throwing it deep there is that crazy. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I get the yards and kick a field goal and keep playing. I, I hated it, and I hate the idea that, that – and look, I don't hate the idea conceptually of – of if we throw downfield, we could complete it or we could get a PI. Like, I'm fine with that. I think, you know, throwing downfield to try and get PIs or a completion is, is a valid strategy in a lot of situations. This was not that situation. Like, you have to tie the freaking football game. You have 13 seconds on the clock. You had two timeouts, get yards, get a field goal, and then go deep in overtime if you want to. But I, I just, I, I, I disagree with it. I, I You are not as angry about it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. if you want to chime in on that as well. All right. Uh, coming up next, we're going to get to a lot of calls. We have a long segment coming up. If you're on the line now, we're going to get to a ton of calls coming up. We want your thoughts. Have we gone too far with the Eagles this week? Do they deserve the benefit of the doubt? More benefit of the doubt than we're giving them. 
Plus, coming up at 8 o'clock, Dick Vermeil is going to join the show. Plus, your chance to win Eagles-Giants tickets uh, provided by Novacare, the power of physical therapy. We're giving away these tickets. Uh, your chance, 8 o'clock, Novacare is giving us a chance to give you these tickets for the Eagles-Giants game. You don't want to miss your chance for that. We've given away three names this week. The fourth name, you'll hear it at 8 o'clock, and you'll call in and have a chance to win Eagles-Giants tickets. Uh, thankful, uh, uh, thanks to Novacare. So that is coming up as well. Keep it here. It's the morning show. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. It is the WIP Morning Show. Elliot Turp Parks, James Seltzer, Devin Caney in for the crew. Dan Wilson playing Christmas songs, holiday songs. We'll see if he plays my favorite, which may or may not be a Christmas-specific song. Probably mm. not knowing me. Well, I told I you what it was it this morning. Song? I told you it this morning. Yeah, and it's definitely a Christmas song. Okay, well, it's a christmas E song, but yeah. it's not like specific. It's more of a... Wait, what's song are you... Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to okay. see if Dan Wilson okay. can figure it out or not. And at the end of the show, if he doesn't play the song I want him to, I'm going to rip him for it. Yeah. So that's how it's going. <laughs> Sounds work. good. Good. I have a feeling I won't get it if you're well, saying you're gonna it find might out. not be. It's one of the famous ones, yeah, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably like a, top ten. In it's terms a classic of, yeah. song, but you're okay. unclear on whether it's a Christmas song or not. No, I'm just saying it's not like it's not like I'm giving you a hint. Essentially, it's I don't not think like it has the word Christmas. In that's it. thank you. Yeah. That's what I got gotcha. you. Okay, the word Christmas, I believe, is not in the song. If it is, maybe it's once, but mm. I, I don't think it is in the song. So that's the hint I'll give uh, as we play Christmas music here this morning. As uh, you know, it's coming up. Yeah, trying to have some fun. So soon. Trying to have some fun today. You can win two prizes by telling us what piece of Philadelphia sports memorabilia you wish you owned in the history of Philadelphia sports. And a lot to get into this hour. Uh, Coming up at 8 o'clock, your chance to win Eagles-Giants Christmas Day tickets at the length, courtesy of Novacare, the power of physical therapy. Listen for your chance coming up at 8 o'clock. Plus, Dick Vermeule will join us. Plus, let's get to the Twitter poll question of the day, sponsored by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore, wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays and a healthy new year. Find your roads and Armin Chevrolet. I, I got that right. Joe messed that read up, I think, every <laughs> single time he did. He's like, wishing it that the employees or whatever. So there you go. Uh, our question today, who is the best coach in Philly sports? Fascinating when you think about it. Nick Nurse, Nick Sirianni, Rob Thompson, and John Tortorella, like, it's a hard one to answer. It's I, a hard I, one to answer. I don't answer. think it is. You think it's it, Sirianni? It's, clearly, it's Sirianni but, still. I mean, Rob a, Thompson. Think, Rob Thompson went to the the. I mean, the World Series and the championship round back to back years. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what Sirianni does this yes, year. Yes, right? we will. Um, so I think part of this is a he wins a higher percentage of his games than the other coaches. He has less games. He does. But just, there are no teams. But they're harder that win to win. They're, they're harder to win in baseball. Well, they're harder there's to win. No, but the point is, like, there's no team that wins 75% of their games in baseball. That happens in no, football. I, all, agreed. It's a different I agree thing. You I can't, like, compare that. percentages. But I'm saying he wins more than, than other coaches. Regardless, I also think he has a bigger impact on the game than the other coaches do. Uh, I think football coaches think in general, but at the hardest. same time, it's not like he's calling plays. No, he's not. That's true. I mean, we had a host on this station literally say the phrase, what does Nick Sirianni do for an entire show this week? Yeah. Yeah, you no, know? I mean, the not calling play thing is is a notch against how much. And look, is. to Devin's point and Dan Wilson's point, I mean, Nick Nurse has been great so far. 
I do think it. So Nick Nurse is my choice. Like that's who I would vote for with this poll. But it's interesting that he's the one who's been here for the least amount of time. Yeah. Right. But but he's so made a difference. Left to go off, but he has. Made and it look, a he's the only only one of the two. The funny funny thing is the one. The, he is a championship winning coach. Mm-hmm. He is Tortorella, a championship winning coach, yeah. and none of the others are. So I also feel like Tortorella has done amazing. Just da- right. He might have done like he as far as like best coach is one thing, but. In terms of just the best pure coaching job that has been done this year, it might be Tortorella. I mean, he's taken up a group Given of nobodies. Given the talent and what he has to work exactly. with. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of, I would say that last season, because I, I host uh, Flyers games, so I think I was around the team more when they weren't as hot as flex. they are right now. Yeah. And I'm no, low-key flex. <laughs> but I just always felt like Tortorella was perfect for this city and the Flyers, and I'm glad that people are starting to see that. So Two, he is an underrated option. And, and to be clear, just on my nurse selection, it's not like what he's accomplished in Philadelphia specifically. Right, he's a great coach. He, it's wants, like who I he won a championship. He no, won a championship uh, yes, elsewhere. It counts. all goes into it. 215-592-9494. So if you want to chime in on that, or the birds, Elliot believes that this team deserves the benefit of the doubt after all they've achieved the last few years, like two years really, um, that people have just gone way overboard in jumping ship. Well, I think what, what I mostly disagree with, it is not the people being upset about where they're at. I understand that. What I'm surprised about is how many people don't believe they will turn it around. Like the the idea that they're not going to win the Super Bowl and that, you know, going to the playoffs is pointless because they're not going to. No, like I think this team can very much still accomplish what they set out to accomplish this year. 215-592-9494. We want to take as many calls as we can on these topics. And again, your chance to win two prizes with the best piece of Philadelphia sports memorabilia. And you know how much we love when our Go Birds regulars check us out every uh, Saturday, one to three. We're, we're off the rest of the year on Saturdays, but otherwise. The rest of the year sounds so long. It's it does. Two weeks. We're missing two yeah, Saturdays. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, like yeah. first two we've missed all season. Yeah. Um, but we will be back. It's basically every Saturday year round, essentially uh, uh, one to three on WIP from Parks Casino. Check us out. We always have a lot of fun doing that show. And, and we love when our regulars call us when we take over the morning show. Let's go to our guy, Chris in Ocean City. What up, baby? Yo, what's going on? Good morning, everybody. What Appreciate up, Chris? Thanks for my call. Thanks for um, calling so, in. Man. Yeah, of course. And so, uh, Elliot, I'm actually kind of inclined to agree with you at mm. this point, which is a rare occurrence. I know. I feel like we but normally it, disagree. You guys have kind know, of been on but, the same page lately, a little great bit. Great minds, you know. Yeah. But it's kind of, it, it's in response to what I believe is a beyond the pale indictment of this team, specifically the conversations that are going on that Jalen is now Carson. I, dude, I, I'm so with you, Chris. Things. I hate it. It makes me angry when I hear it. So wait, can I just really, and, really quick, Chris, and I'll, I, yeah. I'll give you time. Here's what. Here's the only thing I would say about that. In 2017, I don't think there's ever been an athlete in the sea that everyone believed in to the extent they did about Carson. So while I don't see a ton of similarities, like in their game and stuff, I just think or them the, as humans. I, well, I think what the scary thing would be is that we saw a player that everyone believed in to the ump degree fall apart. And so I think what's everyone believes in Jalen so much, and I think because of the Carson trauma, when he starts to slip even a little, but it's like, up oh, here we Carson go again. Carson tore his knee up. Well, that's a big part Carson of it. Carson yeah. broke his back. Go ahead, Chris. I, I'm very with you on this. Yeah, well, it's, and, and we're, we're re-litigating this, these discussions about whether whether Jalen is smart, you know what I mean? Or, or if he has the, the tools to be able to run totally. an NFL offense. After, after like, what and, he did last year. Yeah, and we've we've buried that discussion and I refuse to even engage in it 100% anymore. agree yeah so now it's like I was kind of out on the team but now I'm wondering if losing to the degree and to the embarrassing level that we did could actually be a benefit like a galvanizing kind of you, force in a way yeah it, it makes you go to the mattresses like if I'm Jalen and I hear someone <laughs> saying that I'm Carson it's like all right like hold my beer but I, I, I did want to tell you guys a funny story 
So, like, you know I'm out here in Colorado, and mm-hmm. I work at the university, and I've been daydreaming about the opportunity to meet Dion. You've and, like, mentioned it I, on the show before. And, You've talked about when you see Dion. Yeah. Like, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to scream, go birds, scream, fly, eagles fly? And I've never seen him. And then damned if I didn't see him for the first time on Tuesday morning. Wow. I was waiting, I was waiting at a cross rock on campus, and people weren't letting me cross. And so he slows down in his white Lamborghini SUV to let me cross. And instead of being able to say fly, eagles fly, we'd just gotten blown out three weeks in a row, two of which were by former teams that he won the Super Bowl with. Uh. So I just had to I just had to waddle my overweight uh. ass across the street like a like a schnook and just say thank you, Dion. Oh, that is tough, Chris. The Eagles ruined that moment for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, and then things never you know, you build I, something up, it doesn't that, seem to live up to That's the it. worst part about losing though, especially the way that they yeah. lost into our the tail between our legs. You would just you have to take it. You have to take all the people who, yeah. you know, didn't believe in the Yeah, Eagles like the Niners out. fans. Like we spend the right, whole time right. doing the whole thing and it's like all right, uh, all right, what can we say now? You know, it's we can't. We just yeah. have to take it. We have to take it. Totally. And, that, yeah, and so unlike I, I, unlike I them, when that. it was their turn to take it, they didn't. We'll take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then um, one one question that I'll leave you with that I've been thinking about, would you consider benching the starters week 18 so they don't have to play in MetLife regardless of Oh, so you are, Chris, you are like so in Elliot's wheelhouse. We'll get to that in a sec. Give us a uh, an answer for a piece of sports memorabilia you wish you owned. Philly. Sure, I, I changed the answer that I gave Dan, but I'm going to say the Bedlam at the Bank home run ball. What a good answer. A, yeah, that's, I, like, that's I mean, a Mount Rushmore. I mean, that's the coolest moment I've ever been in a building for in my life. Would in, you get, in all the things I've ever done, the, the concerts. I and mean, that's the why you sporting, sat down for a while, yes, right? Yeah, back here? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. So it wasn't about that. Jack always gets this wrong. That was the uh, Bryce Harper home run in Game 3 of the World Series. to make, In the 7-0 game, when it made it 2-0 to start that game off. That was when I hurt my ankle. I did okay. not I hurt thought my it ankle was earlier on. No, it was okay. that. Game. I think you hugged me after that. I was standing I next to you. Yeah. Well, I think you, I actually think I landed on your foot and was what. Oh, so I'm to blame. Yeah, it's oh, okay. actually Dan Wilson's fault. Right. I never As wanted always. to out you for that, but yes. Um, but yeah, Bedlam and the Bank are great. The coolest moment I've ever experienced as part of a, a communal crowd type of thing. It that doesn't get. Would you friend. give the ball to Bryce if you caught it? Who has that ball? Well, someone. Oh, great someone they interviewed the fan on TV. It Did was they? some I'm sure woman got it. it yeah. yeah, I'm sure they gave it to Bryce and they gave her a bat and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. To his point, though, Elliot, because like no caller has ever been more in your wheelhouse than that comment. Elliot has said to me over the last few years a thousand times he's brought up the concept of would you sit guys at MetLife because of that? Yeah. Field? Like in a million different scenarios. Like even in like week you've five. You've talked about week, games that they, yeah. That, yeah, like week five you've talked about right. it. Right. What do you think? So. I mean, obviously, I would lean towards sitting players week 18. The tough thing is, and this is really probably the biggest part of this three-game losing streak, is you might have to win that game to even be like the two seed versus the five or the three. So it's not ideal. I mean, there maybe is a world where you consider like just sitting Jalen and play Mariota. So I think the only way you could possibly do it is if you've already won the division. I think if you're if you're like, all right, we're choosing between the two and the three seed, like fine. Mm-hmm. You know what? But if you could still end up being the five seed and having to play that road playoff game I and think then you go to, to Dallas yeah. in the second round, because yeah. as positive as you I are agree. on the Eagles, is there any game you'd rather play less than going to Dallas? I'd rather play San Francisco and San Francisco. Uh, so I, yeah. I think I think the only way that scenario is is even uh, on the table is if they've already won the yep. division. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that you want to expose your your starters and really all your players as little as you can to that MetLife field. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four from one of the best Go Birds callers. To another of the best Go Birds callers. Now he's a morning show caller, but he was a Go Birds caller yes. first. As are, let's be honest, many of the great callers of this stage. And let's talk to our guy Drew in Westchester. What up, buddy? 
Good morning, folks. Uh, Seltzer, you know how uh, Joe's always ripping you uh, for, like, not getting, like, unrealistic um, guests yes. on the uh, on the show? I- I'm making my uh, New Year's uh, resolutions. I'm going to try to help you out. But oh. One of my resolutions is to get Quinta on the pod oh, in 2024. Oh, my God. I love that. That would be, that. That'd be yeah. so great, dude. Quinta Bronson, for those who don't know, uh, Abbott Elementary, Philly girl, the whole thing. We want her on the Go Birds. Wait, does Drew have a Quinta hookup? Like, maybe I don't know. Maybe okay. Drew is a resourceful fellow, yeah, and a very smart (laughs) fellow. So I I wouldn't doubt it. There was a backstory that I wasn't aware of here, but the backstory's on the pod we've talked about. It was, you know, I got her name wrong at first, and then Go Birds inside Joe fixed it, and then we're all good. Yeah, you're part of Go Birds now, Devin. You're you're a new addition. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, Drew. So it's not a direct hookup, um, Devin, but I, I did. I used to do um, like uh, like marketing for like certain TV shows. So I am hoping there is a friend, a former colleague who owes me a favor out there who has some connection to Quinta. That's so that's where we're going to start. Finding new things out about Drew too. I yeah. love it. It's great. Love it. All right, great, Drew. We love it. All right, what do you got um, on the birds? All right, so on the uh, so on the birds, Elliot, you said something um, earlier, uh, and I think I'm a little more concerned than you, but you said something earlier this week that definitely resonated with me. Like I know myself well enough to know that, like when that first playoff game rolls around, like I know I'm going to be in, especially mm-hmm. if it's like a home game. Like you see the stadium lit up in green, and you're just ready, and you're just ready to go. So like I know I'm going to be pumped about that. I think the thing right now is. I would feel a lot better if you could just isolate this problem strictly to the defense. Um, my thing is, like, we need, like, I don't think Nick is Chip 2.0. I don't think Jalen is Carson 2.0. But I think we need to end the season with the arrow pointing up on both of them. And I think there's a way to do that without winning the Super Bowl. I agree with that. But the onus is on them to prove to us now that those two things are not the case. Yeah, I, I definitely think, to your point, Drew, the season needs to end with everyone feeling confident about where, where Nick and Jalen are at. And that can happen with a loss in San Francisco. Like, there's a world where the season ends, everyone's disappointed they win the Super Bowl, but you feel that what they accomplished, they got through a rut, they, they had a counterpunch, all those things. The season can end on a positive note. So I agree. I think that is absolutely the priority the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I just I feel like I go back to, like, end of twenty. 18 i feel like the arrow was kind of like sideways on doug and carson and we convinced ourselves that it was still pointing up but it really wasn't and i just i don't want like any gray area this time like they need to convince us that the arrow is still pointing up and yeah i do think if they can win the division just like the vibes of being able to celebrate Uh, in the locker room they need something like that right now and also again just having even the you know a home playoff or two home playoff games if you're the two seed especially but just having that the path in front of you, knowing you don't have to go to Dallas, knowing that, you know, I, I think that that will, especially, again, look, because to win the division, they're likely, likely going to have to win out. Not necessarily, but, like, likely win out. So if they win three in a row and they look decent doing it, and to your point, we feel better about Jalen, things could turn uh, well, pop uh, in terms of the fan base quick. And, Drew, you know this as a pod listener. James says this all the time. Like, sports are shoulders up, right? Like, it's all about that. And I really think this team right now – they just need something to yeah. go their way. Like well, whether especially because we know they can handle adversity. We've seen this group do it. It just feels like this is the deepest yeah. well of adversity they've been in yep. so far. Drew, you got an answer for sports member Philadelphia you would like to own? 
Yes, I am going the specific dog mask that Lane Johnson yeah, put on after the Falcons win. That was one of my favorite non-championship wins ever. I just remember, like, crying, tears of joy, knowing the season was still going. So yeah. I would love to have that mask that Lane was rocking. Drew, it's a great answer. When we came up at the side, that was one we had talked about as a potential great answer. Well, and I brought- Also symbolic of the point is, like, not just was it a great win. It was, like, that was when we all, to the conversation we're having today— that was when we bought back into the Eagles. And you know, that I, was when we were like, oh, wait, you know, maybe things yeah. can fall our way, mm-hmm. you know? Well, yeah, I I had brought this up before. Like, I think when that win, to your point, once they got that win, everyone just took a deep breath and was like, Whew. like, all right. Like, they didn't lose the first game. They're going to be home next week, and everyone buys back in. Obviously, these next three games are not playoff games, but I think this roster and this fan base needs that same feeling of just, Okay, they won again. Like, all right, this isn't going to be completely collapsing. So I think there there are similarities. Well, especially yeah, to your point, I mean, it's been so long since we had lost two in a row, and then it's three in a row, and it's yeah. just like, oh my god, I forgot what this felt like. So we're like, you know, well, that's feeling other, it to the, the depth. Part of it. of it too is they were never going to continue to win at this pace. Like the 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 pace of the last year and a half was was. You know, they, it was unsustainable. Well, so they were always schedule is just exponentially. It was, right. and again, the Super Bowl thing. Look, I predicted they would go thirteen and four prior to the season. Like that could absolutely happen. To you, and think it's going to happen. It's so funny because that's a great record. Exactly. And I was yeah. happy with it. Right. And now it's the way it's happening. That it's such a good point, and it's a good way to kind of flip that perspective. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Malik and Mountary, my dude, how you been, buddy? I'm wonderful. I'm I'm sitting here listening. For the last four or five days, y'all tearing the Eagles up. Listen, I I didn't expect them to go seventeen and zero, but I mean they've hit a rough patch, mm-hmm. and so did so did the 49ers. It's, it's not about what you're doing right now; it's how you finish, and we we need to finish strong. That's true. And, I I've said that all. I I'm, I'm I'm such a hypocrite. I mean, like you just got to be the best I, team in late January. Yeah, I guarantee you, nobody in New York. When Eli Manning went up to Green Bay, thought he was going to win the Super Bowl. Guarantee when when Carson walked off the field, nobody in Philadelphia thought we were going to – Nick Foles, with his history, no doubt. was going to take this team to all the way into February and hoist the Lombardi. So chill out. Look, well, and, yeah, we need to do better. But Malik, Malik, so I think those are great points, and it's it's so true. Like, anything can happen. This Eagles team is above anything can happen. Like those those Giants team were wild card teams that were what like eight and eight or nine and seven. They were nine or whatever, and seven, right? Both the, times, yeah. the no, 20, I think ten and six, nine and seven. The twenty seventeen Eagles team might be the best underdog story of all time. The Eagles, can I think pa- it is. The Eagles can paint themselves as underdogs, and they are to an extent because the Niners are the favorite. This is not some like wild card put together team. Like they are one of the best teams in the NFL. So if they were to go to the championship game or win the Super Bowl. I think right now it feels like it would be some huge like Cinderella run, but they are better than those teams you just and, brought And up. the one point that, I, you know, you, we talked about a lot last year going into the playoffs, oh, this team doesn't have experience. They do now. They're battle you know, They tested. played yeah. in the freaking Super Bowl. So, like, you know, the it, you know the moment shouldn't feel too big. And, and sorry, Malik, real quick. Like, what in the world have the Niners accomplished that all of a sudden they're this, like, insurmountable task waiting there that no team can beat. They've played well for like a month. They I mean, Kyle Shanahan has choked. He's choked all, all the time. <laughs> they, they've not won a Super Bowl. Like, uh, Brock Purdy has won one playoff game, and he barely won it at home against Dallas. The Niners are good, but let's not crown them too early. Like, they are a very good team. They are not much better. Crown them, if, crown them. They're not much better than the Eagles, if, if better. Here's how I see it, though. At the end of the day, the two teams in front of us right now, as they see it, is Dallas. What has that done? Nothing. 
what is true too. from Brock Purdy? Or, or here's the thing. People forget that McCafferty is injury-prone his entire career. The last two years, he's lucked out and not got injured. But most of, most of the – for like the, the – First portion, the biggest portion of his career, it's a shoulder, it's a knee. Well, it's Debo a back, it's too. A Debo's Williams. already missed some time this year. Trent Williams, no, Malik. That's uh, Elliot said it before. Look, Brock Purdy in the championship game last year got his UCL torn. You know, stuff can happen. It's a great point, Malik. You got a uh, piece of sports memorabilia you want to own? Absolutely, the most iconic thing ever in sports. Will Chamberlain holding that piece of paper that said 100 points. On it's a, so I think it's a great answer. Elliot, are you going to be Jack Fritz now? Is that what you're no, going to No, I this? think it's a great answer. It's a great it's answer. A great it's answer. one of the most iconic sports photos of all time. Because whether he scored 100 or not, the piece of paper is legit. What an iconic. Yeah. And uh, he scored 100. Sure. Can we not do this? Is, that, is Jack in the. Jack, Jack, Jack does the. Well, there's no video of it. No, no. <laughs> it's like people people saw it happen. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? I, think, I agree. I think he probably did. So I, I think I think the 100. <laughs> he has such a way of saying things like with the throw in the probably and like knowing that I'm going to be annoyed by it. It might have been. Plowing a, through like it's just like, yeah. It's a great answer. It might have been against like five foot guys, but it happened. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he's facing, you know, the uh, shack or anything. I mean, I'm just saying if they're they're counting it by what? Like pencil on a piece of paper. <laughs> like it takes it takes one little error and could have been like ninety nine. No, they, they screwed up. That's a decent point. It could have been yeah. ninety eight or you never know. He I, probably scored it. Probably I agree. Scored. So I, I think that it's a great answer. It's a really yeah. good answer. Uh two one five five nine two nine four nine four coming up in a minute. Uh, we're going to get try and get to the bottom, or or at least uh, something was said that will help us try and get to the bottom of, of a uh, a quote we've been talking about all week long. All week long. Maybe the biggest quote of the week. Uh, there is a, a new uh, layer to that. That's coming up in a minute. Uh, first, by the way, and also 8 o'clock, your chance to win Eagles-Giants tickets courtesy of Novacare, the power of physical therapy. That is coming up as well. All right, last uh, time we were in here hosting the morning show, uh, you know, Go-Birds radio takeover, mm-hmm. the whole fun thing. Um, you know, our guy, we start every Saturday the same way, you know, the same call. We're like, yeah. and we start where we do every single Saturday at this time with our guy, Tom and Abington. We go to Tom and he's there and we do our thing. It's like our comfort call. It's our comfort call. And then last week he called in, you know, partway through the show and we're like, Hey man, like what the hell? Six o'clock. Yeah. You were on the air and you weren't there. So he's like, okay, I'll, I'll try and do better. Here we go again. You weren't there at six o'clock, Tom. So I'm not going to give you your big intro. I'm just going to say, hi, Tom. How are you? Wow. Yo, <laughs> How are we doing today? What, what up, pal? How what you up? doing, buddy? Again, I did not get the flyer, James. <laughs> it's uh, I forgive yeah. you, Tom. Give me a heads up and I'll be there. I promise. That's true. We, <laughs> didn't, we didn't promote it very well, so that's a good point. <laughs> so, you know, we keep it real on these airwaves, correct? Damn yes. Straight. Okay, the Eagles are done. Uh, why? No. Why? By the way, this is just, just for, for reference. Like, Tom... Predicted fifteen and two this season was like fully on board with this team was absolutely in. yeah yeah so there were three plays in that Seahawks game that are just kind of like a microcosm of the whole season as I see it uh, the last play the interception uh, Jalen trying to play hero ball instead of taking what the D gives him right that's a problem and has been a problem uh, at least for the past month. Uh, then you have the Dallas Goddard bubble screen where Devontae Smith gets planted in his lap because he's the lead block on that. Thanks, Nick Sirianni, for drawing that play up. I, I If I never see that play again, uh, I yeah, would they're, they're not Nick. great at the bubble screens. 
They, they and they call it, it over know, and time. over yeah. and over. And as we know, it's Nick's offense. He's well, if you remember week one in Atlanta of Sirianni's first year, remember that first drive they threw it to Quez like four times mm-hmm. on that bubble screen? So Nick, Nick loves that play. That seems pretty and, obvious. And then the third one would be we can't even do the tush push now because, you know, we, we get an offsides on uh, Kelsey placing the ball a half yard up and by his own admission he's been warned about it for years so this team is leaking so much oil i just don't see them coming back and unfortunately i I, look other than injury i don't see anything stopping the niners this year yeah so here's what i would say i agree like there's large picture issues you could talk about like they are turning the ball over i agree with that that to me is their fatal flaw me and james slightly disagree on this but i i think their fatal flaw is the turnovers But I also think we're close enough to the end of the year where we don't have to look big picture on this team. We can just look at it practically and say, okay, they're better than the Giants. They're better than the Cardinals. Unless you think they're going to lose one of those games, they're going to end the year 3-0. Then you're looking at the Rams, the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Lions. And those are not easy opponents, but I think the Eagles will be favored in all of those games. In Philly, they absolutely In Philly, absolutely. So while I agree with you— yeah. I think they lose to the Rams if they if they well, pull they, the Rams. They beat the Rams fairly convincingly early in the mm-hmm. year, for what it's worth. Yeah, Rams in, are playing in great LA, ball right in now. In L.A., yeah. So it, you're going to feel better, Elliot, if we beat up on these three tomato cans at the end of the year? What yes. does that show? What does it prove? Because I think this team's problem is more they're just in a rut. I don't think this team like has bad coaches and has bad players. They have great players and great coaches. They just need to get going again. And I think yeah, but these they have no chemistry. Well, they don't right now. What do you think when they were 10-1? and one? I think they were I, skating by by the skin of their teeth. Like, yeah, I, will, I will say, even What's when they were ten and one, they did not look like they had. Great I, so I think they. I, I think we're, we're. I think we're, that's too far. But I, I will say, it didn't feel like last year. Last year, it felt like they had real but special it ne- it was chemistry. Never going to feel like last year. No, I'm just talking from yeah. a chemistry perspective. But I think not that's probably a, true with most. Teams I think that it's come probably struggles and all. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tom, you yeah. got a you got a piece of sports memorabilia? Yeah. So you know, I like to make you guys think when I give my answer. So I have a. I have to back up if it's not acceptable. How about the Philly Fanatic costume? I I mean that I think that counts, sure. right? Yeah, I think it's too All much right. of a person. You think it? Oh. You, okay, really? Yeah. Okay. So I, right. I, I, I well, would have counted it, Tom, but Elliot's uh, shooting it down. All right, it's that's interesting. Fine. That's fine. You know, Elliot's Elliot, shooting it down. So he didn't like Elliot's, my take. Elliot's like Joe to you today. So. We, yeah. Elliot's the role of Joe to camera for right, you about, specifically today, Tom. How about the piece of memorabilia from the coolest thing I've ever seen live? That'd be Halliday's glove from the no-hitter in the playoffs. It's a great answer. That's a, great yeah, that's answer. a better awesome. answer. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a Do you better answer. Do you on the Fanatic? Yeah, I, look, I, when I heard it, I was like, I would have counted it, but I get that it's uh, it's on the it's line. It's also not from like a specific moment. Yes, that's a good point. And it's also like, it's it's a costume, not necessarily a piece of memorabilia. A person in it. Say lots of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It too. sounds yeah. so weird. Yeah. I know. There's a person. In yeah. yeah, I don't you know don't... How, where we're at with like the breaking the fanatic bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it is that time of the year too. So two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Normally, right now we would be playing beat the hammer. Mm. Hammer not here. He'd probably win. <laughs> but shout out uh, this segment and normally beat the hammer sponsored by Scheib Vintage Sports. Your home. For Kelly Green Eagles gear, and boy, is the Kelly Green Eagles gear awesome. Tell them that the hammer sent you, or James Seltzer, but I would go with the hammer because you get a 15% off uh, your next order, so it's a great deal. Tell them the hammer sent you in-store, 15% off your next order. Would you have gone with the Kelly Greens this Monday instead of the black jerseys? uh, Can can they wear them more than twice? You can wear them three times. Oh. And they've only worn them twice. 
Yeah, I probably would have. I think I would have too. I mean, it looks. But they better. haven't worn the all blacks yet, have they? Yeah. No, but I think the Kelly Green's better. I oh, think it, it would have been more of like, a, okay, vibe change, surprise Kelly but Green. But you know, game. that's how I feel like the all blacks. Two and zero in the Kellys. Like they're they're changing it up. Like they I do. Yeah, they play well in the blacks. It's not fully, is my point. Yeah. So do, I like. But the will it be a will it be their normal helmet or the Kelly Green? They'll probably so they, wear their normal helmet, I would think. Yeah, they thing. only have two because there's no black helmet. Exactly. So it'll probably be the midnight green. Yep. Which basically looks black when you put it. Yeah. All right. Um, back to the phones in a minute. Uh, I want to get to really the most talked about quote of the weekend. Honestly, maybe the most talked about Jalen Hurts quote ever in our time Outside covering Jalen. of loving, you know, the, I didn't go through the fire to smell the smoke. Like right. those type Instead of things, of the main cliches, thing, the main thing. Yeah. I'm talking about in terms of like, wow, what did Jalen say? I agree. Like, I don't think we've ever, let, let's play that quote again. This was from after the game Monday night. Uh, obviously sick at the podium and all that, but Jalen for the first time ever brings up commitment and kind of maybe takes a shot at teammates and coaches, not sure. Here's what Jalen said earlier in the week, and we'll get to a follow-up that happened yesterday. Here's Jalen from Monday night. Nick spoke about the two-minute offense in particular. Um, what stood out to you in, in those situations? I've been talking about execution all year. Um, been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page, and we didn't execute. Um, I don't think we're we're all we're uh, committed enough, you know. You know, just just got to turn it around. You know, um, you know it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't don't know that I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know um, how else to say that. I guess, how are you seeing that present itself? Just, you know, it's a matter of being on the same page. Um, it takes everyone being all in um, in all aspects, and, you know, it, it starts with me. So we all have heard it. We've all talked about it. We've all debated. What does he mean? What is the commitment? Is he talking about players? Is he talking about coaches? All that? Well, finally, finally, yesterday, Jalen speaks, and obviously, Reporters were going to ask the question. Let's get that reaction, and I want to hear what Elliot Short Parks has to think. Elliot's covered Jalen's whole career. He's been around Jalen's whole career. He's been in his press conferences. He's dealt with all these type of things. Here is Jalen finally addressing the commitment quote that we've talked about all week that you just heard. Hey, Jalen, your, uh, your post-game comments about commitment have gained a lot of traction uh, since then. Can you uh, just help explain sort of where your mind was, what, what message you were trying to deliver? Okay. Um. You know, my my mind was in a in a place of um, you know really just just trying to challenge myself, um, challenge myself. You know, and I think <clears throat> when you think about holistically about uh, the things we want to accomplish and and everything that we're trying to do, um, that all runs through me. That all starts with me. And so when I say we, I mean me because I. You know, I'm, I'm the point guard out there. I'm the one that makes everything go. Um, and I'm the, I'm the guy that everyone trusts in to do and set the pace. I need, like, a backing, a truck backing up. Beep! <laughs> beep! <laughs> I mean, Jalen just basically, like, says I meant me, which is 
preposterous if you're the original quote. Let's be honest, all right? You're not saying we need more commitment. Saying I, you say, I got to be more committed. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about yourself, Jalen, like, I don't think anyone believes that. What do you make of him walking it back that way and, and how it kind of well, so, jives with, with Jalen? I think what actually really shows, too, in those clips back-to-back is how sick he sounds in the first Totally. Time. I was just going to say, he <laughs> uh, sounds no awful. Doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Like no it, doubt. No and doubt. And, and that's part of he was I'm sick. I'm not trying I, to make excuses for him. I but know, I know. But he, he was clearly sick. Yes. And, I, and I think what why I think it was just a moment where he was just in a bad mood and he snapped was when he says the like. But that comes from somewhere. We no, all know I, that, right? It's like the whole when you drink, you know, I, it's like honest. You get honest yes. and be uh, like, believe it when you say it and all 100%. that. hundred like, percent. Like he was sick and he said something he believed. I, I agree. So I think Jalen is frustrated with the results for sure. I think as a team, and this is probably where Jalen is funneling it, they are probably frustrated. They have not put together what people perceive as a full game this year. I think all year. And look, Jason Kelsey has said this on your guys' show, and I think he he's always honest with you guys. Super like, honest. That they they have they feel they can play better, and it's got to be inconsistent. Was that the word week he used. sixteen? Or, well, yeah, week sixteen or fifteen. That Seahawks game. Okay, they still hadn't got I get it done. that. I get that. But what? Like, who's he talking about then? Is he talking about players? Is he talking about coaches? Like. Because he said we lack commitment. Like I think he's saying what they're doing right now, like through this stretch, isn't working, and they need to re-up what they're doing. Like, I think Kelsey explained it Get this way, Get back to what they yeah. did before. I just, from knowing Jalen, so, being like, around Jalen. recommit Jaylen, is kind of yeah. what he should have been saying. I, I believe Jalen's whole thing is, like, stay away from the rat poison. He's like that whole school of, like, you know, the media and all that. I think if Jalen wanted to send a message to his teammates, he would not have done it at the podium. Just from being around Jalen, I don't think he sees a benefit of creating a comment like that through the media that causes a ton of attention. 215-592-9494 if you want to chime in on that. Coming up in about eight minutes, eight minutes, your chance to win Eagles-Giants tickets courtesy of NovaCare, the power of physical therapy for the Christmas Day game. That's coming up in a few minutes. We're going to give you a name today. We gave away a name on Monday, a name on Wednesday, a name on Thursday, and I will give you the fourth name today. Give all those four names on the contest line, and you will be the first. If you're the first person to give those four names, you will win Eagles Giants tickets Monday again, courtesy of Novacare, the power of physical therapy. And uh, also coming up in eight minutes, Dick Vermeil will join the show. Let's go back to the phones before then. Go to Cinnamonson and talk to Ken. Hey, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? What's up, Ken? How's it going? Yesterday was going to be my last call of the year, but when I heard my favorite hipster on the air this morning, <laughs> I had a call. So we, it's it. funny you say that because Elliot actually uh, just told us a story uh, during one of the breaks about how he was actually. We can't get into it because it, it involves, you know, a Christmas present. Exactly. But oh, all I was all I was oh. gonna say, I wasn't gonna say where you were, I was gonna say where he was not the most hipster yes, person there. There were more That's tight pants. all yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he I love talking to a man who gets excited over getting bath the body works uh as, <laughs> as a Christmas gift. That that would be uh appreciate that's, it. That's, that's, that's Just a, a football guy there. thing, you know. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Every every guy I was ever in a locker room, man. They used to they used to geek out over hair product, Elliot. So you know, <laughs> that's you're, true. You're Elliot right does does you yeah. know he does. His I like thing. to I like to look nice. Yeah, I try. He do, you do. You I you, try. Elliot is always put together. I try. Yeah, he's got to work with what he's got. Right. That's Amen. What we yeah. all, we Amen. All Amen. So, all right. What do you got? And sometimes today, you're like me. I'll kick your coverage, and somebody actually marries you. So, <laughs> um, Elliot, I I <laughs> I think you're fooling yourself. That okay. there's, there's really there's really no difference here, and that uh, you know, winning out. I'm. What are your eyes seeing that my eyes aren't seeing? Because well, tell me what your eyes are they, seeing. Well, they should be a better team than these teams that they're getting ready to play. No question about it. On paper, they are a better team. 
But the Eagles are not playing better football than anybody right now. And I, I, I struggle to see them beating anybody right now. I don't know how you can put them on a field. Like, I hope I'm wrong. I, I want the Eagles to win out. I want the Eagles to, you know, have the two seed at worst and, and, and have a chance to, to do something in the playoffs. But I look around the league, and literally everybody's playing better football than them. You know, we're all joking about Tommy DeVito and the most hostile environment he's ever played in, you know, being the Bergen Catholic game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is that, that over the over the games that Tommy DeVito has played, he has played better than Jalen Hurts has played. He, he's got a higher completion percentage. He's, he's got a higher passer rating. He doesn't turn the ball over more than once a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it all starts with the guy who touches the ball on every play because there's only two of those on a football team, the center and the quarterback, and the quarterback decides what he's going to do with it. And Jalen Hurts is killing this football team right now. And that doesn't mean that, that this is this is going to be the way it is. And it doesn't mean that he's Carson Wentz 2.0 and we're going to go through all this again. But, you know, in week 15 of the NFL season, that is not historically and typically where teams that get into, you know, the flat spin like Maverick and Goose yeah. um <laughs> figure out a way to fix it. So I get your and, point, and, Ken, and Ken. turn it around. Yeah, so I, I get your point. They, they're playing poorly right now. I 100% agree with you. Now, I do think you have to have some context. Like, they played the Niners and they played the Cowboys in Dallas, two extremely tough games. No excuse for getting blown out the way they did, but it's not like they've lost three straight games to, you know, the Cardinals, the Panthers, and the Bears. Like, they, they have they have played tough teams. Seattle, like, that that's a game they should have won, and they, they almost did. Now, but to the thing about why I have confidence for the next three, I think we're over or maybe underestimating how bad these teams are. Like the Giants are very devoid of talent. The the talent differential between the Eagles and the Giants is huge. Now you're right. Like the Giants have played better. They've also not played great teams, if I'm not mistaken. Like it's not like they've gone out and beaten quality opponents. So I, I while they're playing poorly, and look, if they were playing the Niners this week, I wouldn't pick the Eagles to win that game. But I have confidence that against way lesser opponents they will be able to get things going and win the game. Ken, you got a uh, piece of sports memorabilia? Um, I'm going to go a little little off the beaten path here, but um, I want Jack Nicholas's sixth green jacket. Ah, that that's a good answer. I mean, just being able to wear the green jacket around, like yeah, that would be pretty, be cool. pretty bar. Hey, Ken, have a great holiday, brother. Thanks you for all too. the calls. You too, guys. We love yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big golf guy, but in terms of just the item – like that would be really that'd be cool. pretty cool, and a lot of people like golf, so it'd be a cool flex to. Didn't we say Philly <laughs> sports memorabilia? Oh, that count? oh yeah, yeah, good point. We went off the board, so that is out. Ken's answer out. It was a good idea. Is there someone from Philly who won the Masters who could say? I have a good no point. idea. Dan, thank you for we got all wrapped yeah, who's up. Who's the in it there. Who's the Phillies? Who's Philly's best golfer? I don't even I know. I don't one. know. Google. I don't think Philly's. I don't think Phillies ever had a golfer. Dan, that's a We'd be all over that guy. That's a crack yeah. research thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, did he tell you that's what the call was going to? What the item was going to? He did be? not. No. Okay. I was going to well, say. I think Dan would have jumped on it earlier. Yeah, Dan right. was the only one of us who jumped yeah. on it. So, all right. Well, again. sometimes these callers are calling audible too because it gets taken. That's true. Clarification. Philly sports memorabilia coming up in three minutes. Three minutes. Your chance to an Eagles. Giants tickets courtesy of Novacare Rehabilitation, the power of physical therapy. We'll get to that in a couple minutes as well as Dick Vermeil. Let's go to New York and talk to our guy, Mike. What up, buddy? What's going on, Jimmy? How are you doing, baby? Uh, better now, pal. Better now. Uh, uh, ESP, what's up, brother? What up, man? I feel like it's been a while. Good to hear from you. It has been a while. I haven't talked to you in a while. Devin, Merry Christmas to you, darling. Merry Christmas to you, Mike. Hello. Huh. 
Elliot, I'm giving you a Christmas gift. This is great. Love it. You're a man of bad takes. However, <laughs> you turned me today because I've been negative Whoa! all week. Whoa! And I can, ver- right? I can verify this. I've spoken to Mike. <laughs> Mike, I've gotten a... It's bleeping over text. Mike has been Mike has been struggling through it. <laughs> struggling through it. I mean, I, yeah, the guy that said we have a, a dynasty looking to, to look forward to. To I was like, I'm done. Like, let's go Rangers. Like that's where I am. But mm-hmm. Elliot, again, you made sense, which I know is something you don't hear very often. Very crispy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, fine. The last three weeks. The last three weeks. It was abysmal, and we could pick it apart. However. They could put it together now. They could use these next three weeks against horrible teams mm-hmm. to put something back together. And look, again, this is like a hope and a prayer. Maybe something bad goes goes wrong with San Francisco. Who knows? Maybe McCaffrey gets hurt. But I don't I, think I it's going to take there? a hope and a prayer. Like there'll be underdogs in the game for sure, and it's a tough one. It's not going to take a hope and a prayer to beat the Niners. And, and you know what? I'm not there yet, but maybe in a couple of weeks I will be there because the Niners look really good. But my point is, you know what? All hope is not lost. There's still a lot to look forward to. Yes. And I think three weeks we can really right the ship. So that's where I am, Elliot. Thank you. Appreciate Look it, Mike. At and that. Thank Elliot you for calling. Shore Parks yeah. just uh, bringing uh, the, the turning holiday, the holiday, the holiday around joy. for people. That's what he does. Yes. Basically, Santa. All right, Mike. You got yeah. a piece of Philly sports memorabilia you want to own? So two things. First, the Philly sports memorabilia is I have got to have Jason Kelsey's mummer outfit. Oh, have to have that, is a, that is a big okay? answer. Big now, answer. Now, again, you guys know where I am. Yeah, I've been in New York. a lot of crap yep. for the last three weeks, especially with all these clowns around here. But guess what? We've been hurt these last few weeks. But you know what happens? You know, you know the saying, hurt people hurt people. And this <laughs> week, we are going to hurt the Giants. Oh my great call. And for those who don't know, Mike gives us the Eagles chance in the middle of a New York City gym. Yeah. So that was what that echo was. It sounds like he was working. Bunch of Giants fans, all that, and he just doesn't care and he did it, so we appreciate that. I'm sorry though. He's saying that uh, they're getting a lot of pushback from New York fans. Like, yeah, what? I mean, losers. Exactly. It's a great, great <laughs> point by you, Devin. All right. Uh, Dick Vermeil is coming up in one second, but now it is your chance to win Eagles Giants tickets courtesy of Novacare Rehabilitation, the power of physical therapy. We gave out an, a name of an Eagles player on Monday, a name of an Eagles player on Wednesday, a name of an Eagles player on Thursday. You have to know those three names plus the name I'm about to give you once you get this name. Get all four names, the first person to call the contest line, 215-988-1258. Again, the contest line. You can only win on the contest line at 215-988-1258. The first person with all four correct names will win the tickets. Today's name. Boston Scott, obviously, is the name today. There is no more perfect name. Heading into an Eagles-Giants game, so uh, call right now, 215-988-1258. The first person to call in with the four correct names that we have given away this week will win the Eagles-Giants tickets courtesy of Novacare Rehabilitation, the power of physical therapy. Awesome, awesome stuff there. All right, back to the phones in a little bit, but now we, we get to go from giving away tickets to talking to an Eagles legend, a NFL legend. And Dick Vermeil, of course, is sponsored by Independence Blue Cross. Learn more at IBX.com. 
Dick, how you doing today, my friend? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you guys? Uh, better now. What a pleasure. All right, Dick, let's dive in. Uh, look, you know, we've talked the last couple weeks as, as the, the slump has kind of deepened and deepened. And I think last week, Dick, uh, you know, I think people were like, all right, they can lose to the Niners, they can lose to the Cowboys. Losing Monday night in Seattle, I think, has kind of turned this fan base. Are you as concerned about this team as a lot of people in this city are, or are you just kind of looking as a slump that you think they can bounce back from? Well, I, I think they can bounce back, and I'm not as concerned as most people are. You know, a, a lot of good football teams have lost three in a row. In my 15-year career as a head football coach, I lost three or more 12 times. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Nobody That's surprising. Yeah. Nobody is immune. If you remember back, remember Tom Coughlin? Of course. He took a team to the Super Bowl that won nine games, mm. nine and seven record, and won the world championship. Yeah. So we shouldn't overreact, but we do. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I mean, think they still have a lot of time between now and, uh, you know, a potential NFC championship game or, or the Niners that everyone's afraid of. A question I had for you was about, you know, the offensive side of the ball. I think there's a perception this year that maybe the, the people have figured the Eagles offense out. I'm curious from your days as coaching, when you come into the league with one system or one scheme or one plan you want to go with, how hard is it and how do you go about maybe changing it if defenses figure out what you're doing or, or on either side of the ball? Well, normally your offense evolves through the season. You know, you go through training camp and you put your basics in and, and all that stuff and all your situation offense in and you work on it. You gradually tweak it and add to it as you go through the season. Because, yes, sometimes people do uh, catch up with you a little bit and they see what other people do to you that bothered you. So they add that to the repertoire defensively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was always felt I was guilty of not adding enough as the season went on. I always had more problems winning late than I did early. And I think as I look back on my career, it was because I didn't allow the offense to grow and give Jaworski more things to do that could be a better chance of being explosive. And I think that happens to all of us. You know, when you're really having success, you really don't want to change much. You want to keep using it. And uh, But I, I think it'll get back and running. You know, uh, the Giants aren't a real good football team. But, uh, you know, you just can't take – anybody for granted in this league you know that and i know that yeah we've seen that uh all see i mean look the eagles have, have only beaten one team in, even in their wins by more than than a touchdown dick you're talking about the importance of and something you learned through your time is the importance of adjusting as the season goes on how hard is that to do you know how hard is it to take something that you kind of been running with all year and, and it starts to you know be countered how hard is it to kind of completely change what you're doing on the fly well it was very difficult for me uh, I don't know how it is for other coaches, uh, but I think we all do. We we do as we learn. You know, and today they have such large coaching staffs. I had 10 assistants here with the Eagles, and I was the largest staff in the league by three. Okay. Now they have a lot of staffs, so they can do advanced preparation and evaluation and, and, and studies on teams to what has been bothering them all season prior to you playing them. Then you go into your game plan week, the week you're going to play them. And normally you tweak some things and add some things or go after different individuals because each team has different people playing the different positions you want to pick on. And some people get real strong at a position, so you don't want to work too hard there. So you'll go someplace else with the ball against a different defender. But it varies from week to week. But I'm sure they emphasize different things each week based on their game plan preparation. 
The Eagles made, I know they're not changing the title, but they basically made a change in defensive coordinator this week, moving out Sean Desai, moving in Pat, uh, Matt Patricia. When a team, and I know they've lost a few games, but when a team's successful like the Eagles have been, still have a great record, still you know leading the division, I'm curious from your time as a head coach, how tough of a decision do you think that was for Nick to make that type of change? And how as a head coach do you go about kind of making that, you know, meeting with the coaches? How would you have navigated that? Well, I never experienced it. I did it after a season. I never experienced it during season. But mm-hmm. during the season, there are times I didn't make the decision to do it then, but I sort of manipulated the situation to people. Other people had more to say in certain situations than the person that was originally signed the responsibility. You know, I, I think it's difficult on both coaches, but I'm sure Nick did the right thing, in which you normally get. You don't change the whole defensive scheme because you now have somebody else calling the defensive scheme. But uh, maybe – they collaborate a little bit more in preparation and the guy that's going to call it Sunday will have a different personality. Now they'll still go by the same game plan through preparation, but you know, you get instincts during the game. Sometimes the best games you call are more instinctively called within situations than diagrammed and written pre-game. So, you know, and each, each signal caller, and I've experienced this many times myself is slightly different in personality. And, you know, and, and temperament. I just get mad. I'm going to blitz that. Truck. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, you know, I don't know the new coordinator personally. I've watched him coach. I always thought he was a fine football coach, okay? Even when he was – I saw him coach against the Eagles here in De- uh, when he was coaching in Detroit, and I thought his team played extremely well a few yeah, years back. Yeah, they handled back. the Eagles, actually, yeah. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Know, uh, we'll see. But Nick did it, I'm sure, for all the right reasons. Dick, uh, when you look, uh, one of the biggest topics of conversation this week has obviously been the play of Jalen Hurts and how it feels like, particularly over the last three weeks, and really a lot this season, we've seen some regression compared to what we expected after last year. What are you seeing from Hurts, and what do you think they need to do to get this fixed in time to kind of save the season here? Well, first, you normally start with the things he does best. Get him running, get him, get him moving, get him throwing the ball properly, get him doing the things he's done very successful a high percentage of the time in the past, and that gets him going. And regardless of how confident you are or how good you are, there, you go through highs and lows during the season. Our problem here in Philadelphia, and maybe many cities are like it, we uh, sort of evaluate every game as a, a one-game season. If we <laughs> If we're loose, we can't coach. The quarterback can't play. You know? Yeah, we have a but, tendency to, to yeah, react but, aggressively at times, Dick. Yeah, just, just, just at times, yes. But anyway, <laughs> I, I think they, they'll get him going. And I just think sometimes uh, it's not so much that people do something different defensively. You get away from some of the things you really have been successful with because you're advancing your offense and you don't do it as well. So the there's a whole combination of little small reasons that sometimes add up to be a pain in the neck. And we all get ourselves caught in that. And there's no question he's not as efficient as he was. But that doesn't mean he won't be really efficient Sunday and the rest of the year and on into the playoffs. All right, la- last – Yeah, he be- yeah, no, it's a great point. All right, last thing for us today, Dick, uh, of course – What's the computer say? What do you say? What is the prediction? The Eagles obviously a big favorite on Sunday, but you know I think there's a lot of Philly that's a lot more nervous about the game than than they would have thought they would be a few weeks ago. Uh, what's your prediction for the game on Sunday, Dick? Well, the computer says we win by 12. We win by 12. I think it'll be a little tighter game. You've got to remember that Philadelphia is a 
highly respected team. And the fact that you are playing Philadelphia is a motivating force for the coaching staff and the players. They will play better than they've been playing. Why? Because they're playing Philadelphia. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They were supposed to be going there now, and they're struggling a little bit. They will play better than maybe they played all year. So I believe the Eagles will beat them. I'd say seven, eight points, and I'm just multiple guessing here. But I think it'll be tougher than the 12-point spread my computer says. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Dick. I agree. I think it's going to be a tough game. I tell you, look, they beat this Giants team in the playoffs last year. I'm sure there's some guys on that other side who want to come in strong. Uh, and, yeah. Dick, thank you for the time. For everyone, great news. If you're still looking for a last-minute present, holiday shopping, maybe New Year's presents, whatever it is, we got great news for you. If you live in Pennsylvania or Jersey, you can now get delicious Vermeil wine shipped directly to your home. Visit VermeilWines.com for Coach's entire wine selection. It is a perfect stocking stuffer, new gift, whatever you could do in the new year. Uh, you can't do better than Vermeil Wines. Dick, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye-bye. You too, Merry my Christmas. friend. Awesome, awesome stuff from Dick. A lot to react to. 215-592-9494. No more guests today. It's just us and you. We're going to get to a bunch of calls. We're going to continue to talk about the Eagles and whether, you know, Elliot, and I know people don't give you a lot of credit for making compelling points. I think you're making some compelling points today. Well, the computer agrees with me. That's right, and that's what's most important. Yeah. Uh, so 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up next, we're going to play a game of Do You Believe Him? Who is it? What'd they say? We'll tell you that next as well. It's the morning show.